Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Good evening and welcome to After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Clamaris Community Radio. I'm John Nolan, your host, and thank you for joining me this evening or today or this morning, depending wherever you are in the world and whatever time you're listening to this. All the programmes in this series, the fifth series of After the Fact, are about a country and we'll be revealing tonight's country very shortly. Right, let's go and meet tonight's teams who will enter the fray. In front of me is the only person in the studio tonight... Certainly the only one who's taking part in the quiz is on the blue team, Mr. Andrew Newman. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good, good day. Hello. And thank you for all of those, Andrew. That's very, I, very... I've missed all of one go. Mm. Uh, you're back after about a six-week gap. Yeah. Didn't uh, go too well last time. No, only 14 points that night, which is quite a low one. Yeah, I didn't go too well that last, last time, mm. John. We'll see how you get on tonight, Andrew. Hopefully better. Because... <laughs> <laughs> your, well, your teammate tonight uh, is making his third appearance, uh, having not yet failed to get less than 25 points. There you go, that's why. As a team. So say hello to Mr. Patrick Carthy. Good evening, Patrick. Good evening, John. How are you feeling tonight, Patrick? Yeah, good. Now, we've got to, you're not the only Patrick on tonight, so we're going to have to go to extraordinary lengths to separate you in case of confusion. But we'll see how we get on. So let's go across the virtual table and meet the other one. Coming to us live from... Somewhere from outside of Lincoln, Lincoln. UK. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Patrick Willrennan. Good evening, Patrick. Other Patrick. Hello, John. Hello, everybody. And uh, I'm going to call you Red Patrick. Okay. Okay. Which, obviously, the other one will be Blue Patrick. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, uh, now, as long as he's blue at the end of the competition. That's all right. Aye. Well, oh, now, yeah. poor Pat, you, Patrick, Aye. you were very blue yeah. at the end of the last episode you were on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A very, Yellow and blue. A very unlucky one point defeat that night. Yeah. So let's hope things are better tonight. We'll see how we go. Well, you can't do much better than a one point defeat without you're going to get something. So True. let's see yeah. how you go. Yeah. Your teammate is making his second appearance on this season. He is coming to us live from Castle Bar, Mr. Paul Halligan. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Paul. Hope I'll do better than last time, Halligan. So, Paul, yeah, you, you made your debut that night, but now you've got a bit of practice. You'll, uh, yeah, you'll well, be better. I, I mean, we, uh, we expertly lost last time, so hopefully we'll expertly win tonight. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's good. OK, let's hope that's the case. Right, let's uh, get on with the show. I will tell you that we have, for one week only, a substitute scorekeeper. Uh, Clancy needed a break, he needed a holiday, so he's gone away for a week. And in his place, we have the, a new organic computer... <laughs> And let's go and meet this. Now, this computer is a bit of a vintage already in that it is 10 years of age, which makes it ancient in terms of computers. So let's say hello to our computer, the Hazel 2008. Hello. And the Hazel 2008, tell us, please, what tonight's country is. This week's country is Canada. Okay, thank you, Hazel 2008. We will be coming back to you for the scores as the show progresses. Okay, let's go and get on with it. We're going to go to round number one, which is our multiple choice round. 
in this round each player gets a question on their own and for that if they give me the right answer on their own they get two points for their side if they need to confer which they can do but they'll only get one point for their side and if they get it wrong the other side will get the remaining two options and the ability to confer to get a one point bonus it's an odd numbered show that means the blues are starting and Andrew is here so he gets to go first brilliant Andrew Mm mm-hmm Reaching a height of 5,956 metres, what is the name of Canada's highest mountain? Mm-hmm. Your options available are Mount Logan, Mount Kavanaugh, or Mount Quinn. I have not heard of any of those personally right. okay. because of uh, various reasons. So well, let's go and uh, share this uh, question. Share this burden. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Patrick, you're in, uh, Blue Patrick, you're in mm-hmm. with uh, Andrew. Which is the highest mountain in Canada? Is it A, Mount Logan, B, Mount Kavanaugh, or C, Mount Quinn? I'm fairly sure it's Mount Logan. I had thought of that. Just as I heard it the second time, I thought of that too. Sugar, never mind. Yes, that's one point for the Blue team. Well done. Oh, it is dear. indeed Mount Logan. Be, uh, sorry. Sorry, Patrick. Yeah, no problem, Andrew. Now, across we go to the uh, Reds. I don't know which one of you guys wants to go first. It's equal to me. Go on, Paul. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Paul, you're up. Paul. Yep. Which former young Irelander, born in County Louth, went on to become one of the founders of the Canadian Confederation before being assassinated in 1868 at the age of just 42? Since 1913, he is honoured by a statue on the Parliament Hill in Ottawa. So there's a statue of this man right beside the Canadian Parliament building. <coughs> What's his name? A. Thomas Francis Maher. B. John Mitchell. Or C. Thomas Darcy McGee. Any ideas, Patrick? Well, oh, so you're going to confer? I know anyway. You're okay. Okay. So who is that uh, Irishman who is one of the fathers it's of... Thomas Thomas Darcy McGee. It is indeed Thomas Darcy McGee. Yes, all three of them were young Irelanders, but uh, Darcy McGee is the one we're looking for who went to Canada and made his name there. Okay, now we go to the blue team again. And Blue Patrick, this is your question. Which was the most recent of Canada's 10 provinces to enter into Confederation? Your options are A, Quebec, B, Saskatchewan, or C, Newfoundland and Labrador. Okay. Uh, I can't say I know this one for definite, but... Okay. It's say Newfoundland Labrador, Labrador, sorry. That's So are you playing that? Yeah. Okay. And that's good for two points. Well done. So, well done. Yeah. So yeah, Newfoundland and Labrador joined as late as 1949. Right. Yeah, Newfoundland went through World War II, for instance, as a dominion uh, of its own right uh, in the British Empire. Hmm. Uh, Saskatchewan had joined in 1905 and Quebec way back in 1867. Right. And final question for the Reds. Patrick, of the Red team, here's yours. In what decade did Canada adopt its current flag, replacing what was then known as the Red Ensign? So did that occur, Patrick, in A, the 1890s, B, the 1920s, or C, the 1960s? I don't know this one. Okay. So... I shall confer and oh. see if we can get anything extra. Okay, Paul, you're in play with Patrick. And the question once again. In what decade did Canada adopt its current flag, replacing what was then known as the red ensign? Did they do that in the 1890s, in B, the 1920s, or C, the 1960s? Have you any thoughts? 
I was going to guess that it was around the same time as our War of Independence, but then I'm kind of thinking, could it have been earlier? So I'm going to go for 1890. 1890. Mm. Okay, so are you playing that? Ooh. No, you're thinking about that. You're thinking about that. Okay, we're not playing anything yet. No, no. Right. Just no. Oh, there's just something, there's something that it's not, it's, it's, it's quite a new one, I think. It's the 1890s, they weren't, they weren't even, like, the, I think it's really new. Okay, we go with you. I, I, I think it's, I think it's the 60s, 1960s. Okay, let's go for it. Okay, well, that took a lot of conferring, and every option was considered, but oh, yes. The 1960s is correct. I knew that from the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the end of round number one. We're going over to our scorekeeper, Hazel 2008, to tell us the scores. Blue team, three points. Red team, two points. All right, so there we go. The blues are in the lead at the end of round number one. And on we go to round number two. Oh. This is the connections round in this round. We will give each team two pieces of information. If they can tell me what links them to tonight's country, they get three points. They can request a third and then a fourth piece of information if they wish, but they'll be playing for two points and one point respectively. Mm -hmm. A wrong answer at any stage. We'll see all four pieces of information given across to the side for a potential one-point bonus. Cool. Okay, we're going to start with the uh, red team because you guys are trailing. Your first two pieces of info are Victoria and Regina. Victoria and Regina. Yeah, so it's Victoria is one word and then Regina is the second word. Correct. So there we should, yeah, okay. Any ideas, Paul? I was thinking, had it got something to do with monarchy, as in Queen Victoria and Regina the Queen? Um, and I'm racking my brains for other monarchically named cities. Then I thought it could have been um, Falls, but I don't think there's a Regina. <coughs> Do you want yeah. to go for another? Yeah, we go for one more. Okay, we'll go for clue number three. So we have Victoria, Regina, and St. John's. Do you think are they, think are they the waterfalls? Is, is Victoria Falls in, in Canada? It is, isn't it? Are, are they all... Yeah. Are what? they all in Newfoundland? Or, sorry, are they all in, in Nova, St. John's is Nova Scotia, isn't it? Mm. I'm wondering, are they all in Nova Scotia or are they all? Do we think they're waterfalls? So it might just be enough to what, say, say it's waterfalls if it's waterfalls. And if not, he'd prompt. If we say waterfalls, we get. Oh, wait, no, wait, no. I, no. Is, is it, I think Victoria Falls are in somewhere else, aren't they? Are they not in African Victoria Falls? The big, the big waterfall in, in Canada is not that. It's the, you know, the one that they go over the. Niagara. Yeah, Niagara. No, well, if he says Niagara next, like it's... Oh, God. Right. Uh, are you going to have a punt on something here, guys? Or are we going for a fourth clue? Oh, is it, we better take the clue and make sure, are we? Do you want to guess? <laughs> go on, go for it if you want. If you want to guess, we'll go for it. We'll go for waterfalls. You're going for waterfalls. Okay. Mm. I'm afraid oh. you're not getting a prompt on that. So, cross we go. Mm. You guys get the four piece of information. Okay. Potential one point. Although... I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick knows the answer already. Fair uh, the, uh, Victoria, Regina, St. John's, and now Halifax. Okay. Uh, 
What do you think, Andrew? Say that again now. He said, what do you um, think, Andrew? What oh, do you think? Well, now, Arden, that sounds surely their cities or something. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, I think they're all provincial or state capitals, yeah. whatever you want to call them. I think Halifax is Nova Scotia. Exactly. And the Hazel 2008 has ring the bell. So that mm. is correct for <coughs> one point to the blue team. They are all provincial capital cities in Canada, Halifax, Nova Scotia, St. John's, Newfoundland, uh, Newfoundland and Labrador in terms of this province, mm. Regina, the capital of Saskatchewan, okay. and uh, Victoria, the capital of British Columbia. I did not know that one. Yeah. Right. Blue team. That's us. Your question. Red Serge. Mm-hmm. Like the French first name. And Brenda Lucky. And her surname is spelled L-U-C-K-I. So Red uh, Serge or Serge and Brenda Lucky. Are they both names? Are they both names? Who are you asking that question you. to? You. I'm not going to answer that question. Oh, sorry. I thought you could. That would be the most out. prompty McPrompt ever. Oh, that, fine. If I did that. And okay, fine. Just wondered. Are the two separate words, I suppose, mm. in each case? Yes, they are two separate words okay. in each case. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Red Surge and, and Brenda and Lucky. Lucky. L-U-K-I. Well, you see K-I. Not that it matters. Okay. Any thoughts there? I'm not sure. I, they sound potentially like they could be something to do with a circus or something. So maybe Cirque du Soleil. But I'd say take another, oh, we another option. Andrew's a man who knows when we're not punting. He's got this. We, we don't know the answer yet, but there's no way we're going on that. He says. Yeah. Right. Clue three. Mm. We've got Red Surge. Brenda Lucky and another two words Jew South okay Jew South sounds like it would be a nautical kind of thing yeah Red Surge sounds like a, a sea-ish kind of surge windy thing mm. I was uh, Lucky I think it's was, more like the name or something is yeah. what John said yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and the other one Lucky what was it again Brenda, Brenda. Lucky Brenda Lucky how do you connect this account? That's no, I, This is odd. Yeah. yeah. How did you expect it to be now? But I'd say... <laughs> I'd say take another... Okay. Uh, unfortunately, clue. Yeah. Fourth yeah. clue. One point on the table here. Red Surge, Brenda Lucky, Jew South, and finally a quote. He always gets his man. What? <laughs> he always gets his man. Fine, but it's quote though. Any Canadian writers we can think of? I'm trying to blank on this. This is weird. I think it's probably a TV show, but I, I don't. Yeah, I don't have any clue of any, any Canadian TV shows at all. Do you want to pass this or will we just give him an answer? I don't have an answer in the first place. All right, well, are you even going to have a guess? Oh, we'll pass. What do you want? <laughs> okay. What do you want to do? I'd say pass. All right. Why, Patrick, we, pass we are pass. passing. Patrick, Red Patrick, and Paul. I think I heard Patrick make a kind of a cough yeah. thing, like he might know the answer. So we're going to go over okay. and see if I'm right. Okay. Well, Juice South is a is a Canadian TV show, and it was to do with um, the Mounted Police. Right. And, and their motto is "He always gets his man." Ah, right. So we're going for the RCMP. Correct. Yeah. Never heard of it. Did you hear that, Patrick? Never heard of it. Yeah, it's the police force. The Royal Canadian Mounted yeah. Police, oh, Andrew. Yeah. The police force of Canada. Fair enough. Big, big red uniform. 
which is called the Red Surge. Uh, here. Okay. Uh, Brenda Lucky, to be fair, I didn't expect anyone to know, is the current like commissioner uh, or whatever the term is over there. Mm. Due south, yes. The adventures of Benton, uh, Officer Benton Fraser and mm. his uh, fun in Chicago. And uh, he always gets his man. Yeah, is a commonly uh, attributed phrase or motto of the Mounties. Okay, well done. That was a steal for the Reds and a point for them. And it's Reds in. Your next question. First two clues are McGill University and... Mount Royal. Right. University of Mount Royal. Mount Royal is Montreal, isn't it? Paul. Uh, is you going to say Montreal and, and is Mount Royal in, in French. Okay. Is, is McGill University in Montreal? Is, it a, is that? Let's go for another one. Okay. Okay. Uh, third clue. So we've got McGill University, Mount Royal, and the Canadian Grand Prix. Yeah, they're all in Montreal. Yep. All righty. Yeah. Two. Two bings of the bell there. Well done. That's two points to the Reds. The answer was Montreal, uh, the largest city in Quebec. McGill University, one of Canada's most famous universities based in Montreal. Mm. The name of Montreal literally comes from Mount Royal, which is a mountain on the, I think, northern side of the city. The Canadian Grand Prix takes place in Montreal every year. And the final clue you didn't need, the 1976 Summer Olympics, hmm. which took place in Montreal. Right. Final question for the Blues. Here it is. Wolf Island and Quebec City. Okay. Wolf is spelt with an E on the end of it. Oh, like in Wolf Tone. Yeah. Just like oh, Wolf Tone. Fair enough. So it could be, no. It could be somebody named after somebody called, obviously, somebody called Wolf. Fair enough. Okay. Either that or the wolves around there are very pretentious. <laughs> okay. Right, uh, so you've got Wolf Island yeah. and Quebec City. Any thoughts, Patrick? I'm sorry, I'm thinking quietly and I should be saying words. No, no that's, that's fine. Uh, I don't think I have enough to, to make a stab at it on those two. Like so it, can't be, it just can't be, it can't be a, a state or anything. No, because that's way too easy. Uh, no, yeah. I'd say take another clue. Yeah, cool. Sure thing. Okay, we've yeah. got Wolf Island, Quebec City, and Lake Ontario. Oh, jeez. I just don't know. Blasted. All right, I'm not hearing much action here, so no, we might be going no for action. the fourth clue. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say we'd probably better take the fourth one. All right, final clue coming up. Here it is. Wolf Island, Quebec City, Lake Ontario, and finally... The world's largest estuary. Okay. I love geography. I, I I love geography. You know, John, I love geography, don't you? <laughs> yeah. You know I do. You love it. Love it. Yeah. So, hence, I would not know the answer. <laughs> Have you any uh, thoughts there, Patrick, in your geology, geography thinkings? Uh, well, it sounds like a river is connecting it. So, mm. I'd say the only one in that direction is probably the St. Lawrence. That's fine with me. I'm okay with that. Lovely. Is correct. Yes, okay. the St. Lawrence River gets you the point. It's a 500 kilometer long river that goes from Lake Ontario to the sea. Okay. Passing through Quebec City okay. and it goes into the world's largest estuary, which is the Gulf of St. Lawrence. Fair enough. And finally, Wolf Island is an island in the river just as it leaves Lake Ontario. Okay, so before we take our first ad break, we're going to pop over to the Hazel 2008 for the current scores. 
Blue team, five points. Red team, five points. So the sides are level. We'll be back in two minutes' time. Please do not go away. You're welcome back to After the Fact on Clamart's Community Radio, our weekly trivia quiz game. Questions tonight are all about Canada. Now, after two rounds, the sides are level on five points each. They are the blue team of Andrew Newman and Patrick Carthy, taking on the red team of Patrick Mulrennan and Paul Halligan. Right, we've reached our audio round. In this round, I will play two pieces of music each for the teams. They will have to get a point for identifying the artist and the song title. And then there will be two subsequent trivia questions, each worth the point as well. Any wrong answers will be offered across for potential bonus to the opposition. Sides are level, so we had a coin toss during the ad break. And the red team won the coin toss, so they're going first. So, Red Patrick and Paul, this one is for you. There we go. Uh, I will let you know that Andrew looks like he knows it if it's coming across. But reds are in, so this is theirs to hold on to. Okay, Paul. Any ideas, Paul, on the song? Or uh, Neil Young, Harvest Moon. No hanging around there with that Paul Halligan. He's right. It's correct. Oh, man, that's point. I only had Neil Young, so I needed to see if you had the, had the Even song. Even in my classical music head, I knew that strangely. Yeah. Well, there you go. We'll see how you get on with the next one, Andrew. Yeah, that's your way. Fun, All right. Uh, two subsequent questions for you on Harvest Moon by Neil Young. Or certainly, question one is: In what decade did Neil Young release this song? Any idea, Patrick? I think I know. I, well, I I defer to you if you have a good idea. I'm guessing it was late seventies. I wouldn't have anything to uh, back it up or, or to, to, you know, to go against you. So let that be the answer. OK, so you're saying the 1970s? Mm. I'm afraid that's not right. Ah. Across we go, blues. Play right. the bonus. Interesting, interesting. interesting. Could it be the, actually the 60s? Uh, I'd have hedged more towards 60s, but I wouldn't be sure now, Andrew. What do you think? Because I don't think it's 80s. Mm. Or could it be 80s? How old is Neil Young? He's, a, he's an old fellow now, surely. <laughs> sure, isn't he the same age as what's-his-face? Um, the other whingy voice. Neil Young is, is a veteran. Let's leave it at that. The other whingy voice, voiced fellow. Neil um, Young is not in any way a whingy voice to anything. Know, did you hear that voice? Come on now. Um, it, it's only a bonus. I'm going to cut you off in your prime here. Uh, okay. Sure. Uh, you go with the 80s and if we're both wrong, it's okay. Will we go with the 80s? I'd say goes. Did you say 60s yeah. or 80s? You said 60s, yeah. he said 80s. Now you're saying 80s and he's going back to 60s. Oh, jeez. No, I said 60s. <laughs> you, said, you just by, said 60s. By the 70s again. Quite <laughs> you. <laughs> right. We both said 60s and I forgot who yeah. was the 60s. Right. So let's go 60s. 60s. Yeah. Okay. Oh. That's why it was a good question. He yeah. released that song in 1992. Are you joking me? No. So there you go. 1990s huh? is the answer there. Okay, and Red's final question on Neil Young. Born in Toronto, Neil Young moved to Los Angeles in the mid-1960s. There he was a founder member of which group 
who released three albums between 1966 and 68, and most famously, the protest song For What It's Worth. Uh, are you any ideas there, Paul? I've, I've, got, I've got one name. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I just... No, if, I say, if, I, if I say it, will, will, you, will, you, will you know it? Well, if you what? say it, yeah, he'll probably will. <laughs> if you no, complete the word. Buffalo Springfield. Did you say it? Victor? Buffalo Springfield? I wouldn't have known that. All right. Well done. Come on, Hazel, more decisively binging, please. Thank you. That's correct. Buffalo Springfield is the right answer. That's another point for the Reds. Well done. You got two out of three there. Fair place then. Okay. Now we're in trouble. <laughs> Cross we go. And this is the first song for the blue team. Trap, trap, money, penny. This shit got me in my feelings. Gotta be real with it. Yeah. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you and I need you. And I'm down for you always, KB. Do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever Well, I know the Hazel 2008 enjoyed that one. This song was no, I used. Just, I just know it. This song was used as a meme last year when people yes, were standing yes, beside their does. cars. Let, let's not. People are standing beside their cars, and that song was on. But I didn't care who the singer was because I'm not my kind of music. <laughs> so, Patrick, have you any thought there since I said that bit of a thing? Uh, is it in my feelings, Drake? That's who it is. Uh, yes, that is indeed right. It is Drake within my feelings. Mm. Okay, uh, Andrew. That's my name. This song inspired an internet meme dance challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Known as the Kiki Challenge. This bizarre challenge saw people walking and dancing they, while supposedly doing what activity? They were walking dancing, kind of, and, and their mind. Their while, while they were supposedly doing what activity? Driving. If, yeah, that's right. They were supposed so to be driving. Driving. Yeah, some funny people made an awful mess of it. It was hilarious. There's some hilarious videos out there. Yeah. Yep. Okay, number third question. Mm-hmm. Since 2013, Drake has been a global ambassador for which sports team in his native city? He was particularly prominent in North America this, in this role in 2019 as the team became champions of the league in which they play for the first time ever. What team? Yeah, being quite outrageously jumping in front of opposition basketball players. He's the Toronto Raptors. Global Hype ambassador. Man. Hype man, yes. That's correct. And that's another point for the Blues. Well done. Okay. okay, back over we go to the Red Team for their second piece of music of this round. Okay, I love that first line. Right. Red team. It's in your court. uh, Gordon Lifo. And I think it was called Sundown or Sundance. Sundown? Is correct. Sundown by Gordon Lightfoot. Great answer. That's a point for the Reds. Okay. And if Sue subsequent questions for you, first of those. Just six months or so before he turned 50, Gordon Lightfoot performed at the opening ceremony for which Olympic Games? 
Any ideas, Paul? I mean, the 76 one was the only one that, that was in Canada, but... Yeah, and if he was 50 then, he would have been born in 1926, which... Yeah, was so that... Yeah, would that be right? No. Well, I don't think Gordon Life was no. there. No. So, <laughs> I'm guessing it must have been later. Mm -hmm. So, no one... I'll just read out the question. I'll read out the question in its entirety one more time now. Pay attention here. Yeah. Just six months or so before he turned 50, Gordon Lightfoot performed at the opening ceremony for which Olympic Games? Right. Now. That's the snag, you see. It says Olympic Games. Are we talking about the Winter Games or the Summer Games? Now. Right. Now, I'm not going to give you any more. I'm just going to say, give me an answer, please. Oh. Say, Patrick, I think it's a bit later than that, then. No, couldn't have been 80 because that was Moscow. 84 was Los Angeles, I think. Yeah, and 88 was Seoul, was it? Seoul, yeah. 88? No, I wouldn't think so. I think it must be a Winter Games. I'd still go back to. They didn't, they didn't have any Winter Games in Canada. Okay, I'm going to have to push you for an answer now. Go for go for Seoul 88. You're going for Seoul 88. All right. That is incorrect. Oh. All right, Patrick. Surely there was a Winter Games in Canada. <laughs> there was a Winter Games in Canada. Of course there was. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it actually was 1988. It's Calgary, isn't it? The Cool Runnings Games. There you go. Yes, oh, it was God. indeed. Red Patrick, what are you thinking? <laughs> There have been a couple of Winter Olympic Games in Canada. Well, when I was uh, doing a bit of look around like, earlier, I couldn't find one. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, we may be returning to the other yeah. Olympic it's Games in Canada. Wikipedia. Sure. Anyway. We'll keep the powder dry. Yeah, do one, that, so. do that, do that. Right. Reds, you're still in. This is the next question. In 2007, Canada Post honoured Gordon Lightfoot and three other legendary Canadian music artists with postage stamps Highlighting their names and images. Name any of those other three performers. Won't be Anne Murray. I'm not even going to let you confer anymore on that. That's brilliant. It was Anne Murray indeed was one of the answers. That's correct. Mm. You could also have gone with Paul Anka or Joni Mitchell. But well done there, Paul. Mm -hmm. Okay. Final piece of music of the round is coming up for the blue team. Oh, uh, he here it is. Right, so there we go, Andrew and Blue Patrick. Well, it's Arcade Fire, and uh, is it an intervention? That's fine. Come on, he's a big load one. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Blue team point there. Well done. Intervention by Arcade Fire. All right. Then. Okay, two subsequent questions for you. Can't wait. Arcade Fire have so far been nominated for ten Grammy Awards, but have to date only won once. <coughs> They won a big one, though. In 2011, they won the Grammy Award for Album of the Year. For which record? I have no idea, but that's the only song of theirs I know of. That one there, Intervention? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, well, weren't you lucky boy? Yep. Mm. Yeah, because it's got an organ in it. 
Yeah, the only album I know is Neon Bible. When there, when so there, I, I don't know. There was another song they did. It was a big chanty kind of thing. If it's oh eight or oh nine, so it could be earlier. Hmm. Well, I actually said the year in the question, uh, Patrick. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. just not sure if it's the Sorry. right year. Yeah, in 2011, that was they won the Grammy yeah. Award for Album of the Year. I can't help you now, Patrick. Unfortunately, I only know now that I realise two songs. The other song has a big chance in it. That's <laughs> that's it. That's my knowledge. Of I reckon you. Fire. I reckon you know more Arcade Fire than you. No, know. I don't. Okay. Anyway, it sounds like pa- this is totally Patrick's court. This particular this particular question. one is all for him. All right, Patrick. Have you anything to throw? Uh, I'll go on the Neon Bible. I yeah. don't think it's right, but Neon Bible. Right. I'm afraid Neon Bible slightly earlier than that. Yeah, I thought that. Okay, across we go Reds. Could I get a bonus here? What was the name of the Arcade Fire album that won the 2011 Grammy Award for Record of the Year? Or Album of the Year, excuse me. What, what year, sorry? 19? 2011. 2011, sorry. I've got two around. Uh, the latest one is Everything Now and then there's Reflector. I think it was Reflector. What do you think, Paul? Do you know any of them? Uh, no. I But I'd say go with your... Reflector, yeah. Twenty eleven. That sounds. I think. I think that's about the right time. Reflector. Well, I'm, 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 it's amazing because Arcafire. I think you've had five albums. Okay. You've named yeah. three of them. <laughs> you haven't managed to hit on the right one. Fair enough. Is it the, the suburb? It one? is the suburbs, Patrick. Uh, yeah. Yes. Where did that one come out of? Uh, too late. No. He, just, he doesn't get a bell for that, Hazel. No, he doesn't get a bell for that. No, he doesn't. Too late. Too late. Too late, Patrick. I'm afraid it was indeed the suburbs. Mm. All right, final question of the round. Andrew and Blue Patrick. Right-o. Oh, Andrew, you might do well in this oh, one. Oh, really? Intervention was covered by which famous American opera soprano, born 1959, on her 2010 album of indie rock covers that was called Dark Hope? Oh, jeez. She was born 1959. Yes. Well, I know you love a good birthday. It really helps you, doesn't it? Does, so not for this one. This song we played, Intervention, was covered by which American oh, soprano? Yeah, uh, Renee Fleming. <laughs> it's, it's, Great it's an uncanny thing he can do. Mm. That's correct. Blue team gets the point there. Okay, well done. Renee mm. Fleming is right. Mm. Uh, over to the Hills 2008 for the score check before we take our second ad break. Blue team, 11 points. Red team, 9 points. All right. Clancy so. doesn't do um, by the way. <laughs> Blues are in the lead, or back in two minutes' time. This is After the Fact on Clamaris Community Radio. Trivia quiz show every week, and it's always about a country this year. Tonight, it's all about Canada. And after three rounds, the blue team, that's Andrew Newman and Patrick Carthy, are on 11 points, just two ahead of the red team, Patrick Mulrennan and Paul Halligan. On we go to the final round, round four. Oh, three bells for this. This is our 20 questions trivia round. In this round, the team that's in gets asked a question. If they get it right, they get a point. They also get the next question. This can continue until at most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point they will have to give control of the game over, but they'll get a bonus sixth point for the achievement. A wrong answer at any stage, though, we'll see the next question go to the other team, who'll also get a chance to bonus on the one you missed. So it's costly. Okay, we're going to start with the red team. Red team, here's the first question of the round. What surname is shared by the father and son who have served as the 15th and 23rd Prime Ministers of Canada? Oh, oh man. So Trudeau. What? Trudeau. Yeah, yeah. It's correct. Right. Okay, that's the point, and we're off. Question two. Suzanne 
So Long Marianne and Bird on a Wire are three of the most famous songs recorded by which Canadian singer-songwriter? Leonard Cohen. Didn't need to start the clock on that one. Very good. Number three. In 1994, the Canadian Parliament passed the National Sport Act, which made ice hockey the national winter sport. And which other game the national summer sport? Lacrosse. Yes, it is. You're flying through these. Lacrosse is the answer. Okay, question four. As featured on a warm-up question on After Facts some weeks ago, the largest lakes entirely within Canada's borders, Great Bear Lake and Great Slave Lake, are both found in which federal territory? So, the two largest lakes found entirely within the borders of Canada, the Great Bear Lake and the Great Slave Lake, are both found in which federal territory? There's only three of them. I think it, I think they're up, up I think it's is it three territories are oh which one is it up there? It's up the north. There's a northwest territory, but is that right? Is it Yukon? The one up the top. So everyone's up the top. Is it Yukon? I think so. I think so, yeah. Okay. You go, go with that. You're going with Yukon. <laughs> I'm afraid that is incorrect. Okay, so Patrick. you're in blues. You get a bonus next question as well. Be might get a bonus here. Patrick, any thoughts there? Uh, I think it's probably the Northwest Territories. And and like, Red Patrick suggested that a second ago, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was going that way. Oh, well, he didn't. So, yeah. so, so that I'll go with that. Yep. Northwest Territories is correct. Mm-hmm. That's a point for the Blues. Hard luck, Patrick Red. Unlucky. Okay, you're in so blue team. And here's your next question. Which British army officer is remembered chiefly for his victory in 1759 over the French at the Battle of the Plains of Abraham in Quebec? His death on the battlefield saw him gain fame as a national hero and he was depicted in a famous 1770 painting by Benjamin West. What was his name? Wow, I have no idea. I have a feeling I should know this because he might be connected with other events, worldly events. So, I'll ask it again. Which British army officer is remembered chiefly for his victory in 1759 over the French at the Battle of the Plains of Abraham in Quebec? Mm -hmm. His death on the battlefield saw him gain fame as a national hero and was depicted in a famous 1770 painting by Benjamin West. No, I see. This is why I should not say words because I... I should not think out loud when John laughs at me. I shouldn't. I sorry. No, I didn't mean anything by that. Scoff. Scoffs at me. <laughs> you thought the man who won the the, the, the the battle of Waterloo in eighteen fifteen. Eighteen fifteen. Yeah. Just ten seconds, guys. Ten seconds. Okay. Who died in the battlefield? Seriously. Right. Think. Five seconds. Nelson. No. Well, Nelson did die in battle, but I'm afraid I don't. Uh, think, yeah. I don't. I don't know. It, it died on a ship. <laughs> Hazel was very presumptuous there in her rigging of the Yeah, she was a bit now. At the time went out. At the time went out. Oh, she's harsh. Oh. The Hazel 8008 is serious. The time I was up. Very clancy. I'm the to time clancy. was up. Okay. Cross we go. Red team, you get the next question, but you might get a bonus here. What was the name of that army officer? Name Gordon is coming to my brain. All right. Is that, are you going to play that? Yeah. <laughs> Gordon was, I think, a man uh, about 100 years later, odd, involved in um, the Sudan. Okay, mm-hmm. so no, the answer there 
we actually tangentially mentioned him already, was Mr. Wolf of the Wolf Island. Oh, James Wolf God. was his name. Okay. Right. Reds are in, and this is the Reds next question. What monumental carvings, usually made from large trees, mostly western red cedar, by First Nations communities in southeast Alaska and British Columbia, commemorate ancestors' cultural beliefs and recount familiar legends or clan lineages or notable events? What are those? Totem poles. Yes, they are totem poles. So that's point for the Reds. And to get the next question, and here it is. What is the name of the group of underwater plateaus southeast of Newfoundland, which, due to the mixing of the cold Labrador current and warm waters from the Gulf Stream, became one of the richest fishing grounds in the world, before overfishing led to the banning of the activity there in 1992? What's the name of those plateaus? I don't know. Okay. So... Maybe Paul does. What is the name of the group of underwater plateaus southeast of Newfoundland, which, due to the mixing of the cold Labrador current and the warm waters of the Gulf Stream, became one of the oh, richest fishing grounds had, in the world? Sorry, so I've had I've had a I've had a thing. It's something a, to do with the banks. An epiphany has come. Yeah, it's the banks. I think they're just called the cod, the banks or the the cod banks or something like that. Twenty-five seconds. It is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're on the right track with the banks, but I'm thinking is there a is there a name before it? Okay, I need an answer. We're going with with the banks anyway. Banks. All right, I will prompt. Are they Canadian banks or the cod banks? Cod banks. Okay, oh. Hazel Tills Nate has decided you are out, so across we go, blue team. Any thoughts there, Patrick? I think it's the Grand Banks. Grand Banks is going fine? Yes, it is the Grand Banks. Right, the Newfoundland Grand Banks is the answer there. Okay, okay. here we go. Again. Blue team are in. Five now. Well, it's like a game of tennis here. It's like Wimbledon is going on, we're backing mm. over. The Canadian women have participated in six FIFA Women's World Cups. Mm -hmm. Indeed, they were only knocked out of the current tournament just last week. Mm -hmm. However, the men's national team have not been so successful, only qualifying once for the World Cup. In what year did that occur? Surely it's a really early one. Okay, blue team. We can name any of these early ones at all. Uh, (laughs) Any thoughts there, Patrick? When was, the, when was the first one? 1926 or Jeez, the stress is getting to Patrick, I think. What's going on here? <laughs> I've got a baby in my hand. <laughs> okay. Ooh, what a devilish tactic. Okay. So I'm still looking for the one World Cup at which Canada, the men's Canadian national team, appeared. I'd like to say something ridiculous like 1950s World Cup. 1950 World Cup. Mm. It's possible, all right. You've got uh, 16 seconds to tell me. We'll go with that. Brazil. Okay, what have we got? 10 seconds. We'll go with that just to say... You're going 1950. I'm fine with that, John. Okay. I'm afraid it's not right. Okay. Red team, you're back in. Getting the next question, but you might get a bonus here. At what World Cup did the Canadian men's national team appear? Uh, Any ideas, Paul? 
I haven't a clue. Okay. Well, then it's pick a random World Cup year, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm taking. I'm trying to remember, is it every... Every two years, or what is it? Oh, I think we know. We're getting Paul's before, level of football knowledge <laughs> displayed here. So, yes, pick a year, please. It's every, four. it's every four years. Yeah. Well, then I am. They weren't, they weren't in the last one. <laughs> We're going to be here all night. This is only a bonus now. I need an answer, oh, yeah. please. Um, what, when was it in the 70s? There were three. It was 70, 74, and 78. Well, let's, let's, let's guess 1970. Okay, right. That's not right, I'm afraid. It was the 1986 World Cup in Mexico. Are you serious? Yes. All right, now, Reds, you're in, and this is your question. Okay. Which Canadian composer has won three Academy Awards, all for his work on the Lord of the Rings film trilogy? Okay, that's easy. No, Patrick, that's easy to say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Andrew is mocking you here, but he's not in place, so he'll have to wait. No. So, which Canadian composer has won three Academy Awards, all for his work on the Lord of the Rings film trilogy? Do, do you know it, Paul? Or? No, having a clue. Uh, um, is it Williams? Is it Williams? <laughs> oh. Oh, this is Sorry. a first though. It's turned into a crash show. This is a first for the quiz show. It's turned into a crash show. Baby in the arms. 19 seconds, Patrick. Oh, Lord of the Rings composer. You're guessing as in John Williams. The baby sounds like she's disagreeing there. <laughs> Eight <laughs> seconds. I need an answer now, please. Otherwise, no. Hazel's going to bung you anyway. Oh, well, time's up. <laughs> the Hazel doesn't eat is strict. Across we go, Andrew. James Horner. James Horner. Ring that again there, please. Oh, was James Horner? Who was it then? I was like, James Horner. Sorry, apologies. See, movie composer, I have no idea. Howard Shore. Oh, Howard, Howard Shore. Howard Shore. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah, I thought it was Howard Shore. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, blast. Sorry. I'm so sorry, Patrick. Okay. No more. Anyway. Okay. Right. Sorry. So sorry. You guys are back in. The real to and fro around here. Which island group, the last part of Nouvelle France mm-hmm. to remain under French control, is located just 25 kilometres west of the Bourin Peninsula of Newfoundland? Patrick, I'm going to give you the honour of answering that because I made a bad mistake. There. It's more geography again, that's why you're yeah, doing that. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, Saint Pierre Miquelon. He's correct. Well done. Okay. Saint Pierre Miquelon. Your next question. In what year did the residents of the province of Quebec vote no? to leaving Canada by the super narrow margin of 50.58% to 49.42%. In what year did that famous referendum take oh, place? That wasn't that long ago, wasn't it not? Was well, in the late 90s? Yeah, 90s does ring a bell. I was think it was 1997? I think it might be a bit earlier. 95 really? rings a bell. Oh. Okay. I don't mind. I like so. I, we can compromise at ninety six. Uh, I remember I'd say go ni- probably go ninety five. All right. So if you want to go ninety five, ninety five it is. Okay, you're going for nineteen ninety five. Yep. Oh, man, Patrick. Sorry, I could have messed it up again. <laughs> I'm going to say Patrick at that point. He did <laughs> completely. Okay, well done. Yeah, nineteen ninety five. That happened mm. now. 
Uh, next question. Uh, which Canadian singer-songwriter, whose 1995 record Jagged Little Pill is the 14th best-selling oh, album of all time, portrayed God in the 1999 film Dogma? Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette, yeah. That's correct. Right, next question. The Lionsgate Bridge, 1,823 metres in length, coloured green, funded with money from the Guinness family. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most recognisable symbols of which Canadian city? Would it be Vancouver? Fair enough, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. Vancouver. Not sure You're going for Vancouver. Are we okay. going with that? Wait, are we yeah. going with that? If you're happy with that, so I'm not sure. Well, I don't think we should be happy with that, but... Um, um, maybe. All right. It's an 823 metres long green suspension bridge. Mm. It was funded by the Guinness family and it is one of the most recognisable symbols of which Canadian city? You've got 24 seconds. I'd say Vancouver is probably Fine, so Van- the island. Va- Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver. Vancouver, okay. It's correct. Cool. Right. Uh, so this is for five in a row. All right. The National Capital Region... The official federal designation for the area surrounding the Canadian capital of Ottawa includes territory from which two provinces? Oh, here. It's all geography tonight. No, not that I'm complaining, but just saying. <laughs> Sounds like you're complaining. Not really. Just an observation. Okay. So, two turn. Just ask that really quick, John. Really quick. The national capital region, mm. the official federal designation for the area surrounding the Canadian capital of Ottawa, includes territories from which two provinces? Two provinces. Oh, kind of, we have to think quick now. I think geographically it's probably Ontario and Quebec. I think they're beside each other. Fair enough. I'm perfectly fine with that. John, that answer. Okay, you're going Ontario and Quebec. Good for two points. Well done. All right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, we're back over to the Reds. Alanis Morissette may have the 14th best-selling album of all time. But she currently isn't the highest placed Canadian on the list, nor even the highest placed Canadian woman on the list. Which singer-songwriter, born Eileen Regina Edwards, is 10th on the list of best-selling albums with her third record called Come On Over? Who's that? Oh, Come On Over. How do I know this? um... (sighs) Come On Over. It's our face, actually. Is that Shania Twain? Well, is that Shania Twain, Patrick? Uh, yes, I think so. Oh, yeah. Hazel says it's time to give you the bell because it's yeah. correct. Shania Twain is right. Well done. Next question. Composed in 1880 by Calixa Lavallee and Adolphe Basile Routier, mm-hmm. its original lyrics were in French. 28 years later, an English translation by Robert Stanley Weir was published, but it wasn't until 1980 that which song became the National Anthem of Canada? Oh, Canada. <laughs> yes. Oh, Canada is correct. Next question. Canadian exports of which product in 2016 were worth 487 million Canadian dollars, that's about 360 million US dollars, with Quebec accounting for something like 90% of the total. This product, harvested predominantly from the Acer Saccharum, is graded according to the Canada... United States or Vermont scales based on its density and translucency. What product am I talking about? Acer. Saccharum. Acer Saccharum. 
so. Can you read the whole question? Oh, hey, no, no, it's a Canadian. Canadian. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. Maple syrup. I was going to say that, but I wanted to hear the question just in case it was some kind of oil. Or it's uh... Acer is like an oak tree, like it's, it's a species of like, it's like. Right, we know. go for maple syrup, so. Okay, maple syrup is good for the point. Good one. Okay, next question. In what year did a Canadian first win an Olympic gold medal on home soil? Now, do you know what's going to help you on this? Is knowing when Olympics were held in Canada, right? <laughs> so, in what year did a Canadian first win a Olympi an Olympic gold medal on home soil? Right, so they've, they've had one in 88. So. Any ideas? <laughs> that was an accidental bell, ignoring that bell, the computer. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll accept her first bell. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Any ideas? Go All on. Right. We've got 15 seconds left. I need a year. That's all I asked for was in what year did a Canadian first win an Olympic gold medal on home soil? Go with... Well, you said 88 they had a games. Yeah, but it'd be longer than it'd be into that. So let's go, let's go about 20 odd years up. So it'd be... Okay, hurry up. Time's 20, up. 20 something, 20... <laughs> I don't think they're... 20, 2010. <laughs> it's correct. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's unbelievably correct. Um, Canada had hosted the 76 Olympics in Montreal, didn't win any gold medals. Yeah. They'd hosted the 88 Winter Olympics in Calgary, didn't win any gold medals. Yeah. And then finally, when they hosted the 2010 Winter Olympics in Vancouver, Stuff. they got uh, several gold medals, actually. Uh, here. The first winner was, called, was Alexandre Bilodeau in mm. the Moguls in 2010. Mm. Right. That was four in a row. So here's one for five in a row for you guys. With an area of 5,660 square kilometres and a population of 155,000, which is both the smallest province of Canada in both land area and population, but also the most densely populated. So with an area of 5,660 square kilometres and a population of 155,000, which is the smallest province of Canada in both land area and population, but yet is also the most densely populated. Ooh. What do you think, Paul? The smallest. Yeah. Is, is, we've, used up, we've used quite a few of them. Yeah, exactly. Is, is, is Yellowknife is Yellow Knife a province? No, or no, no, is, is no, he... no. I could name them out. Okay, well, you've got 22 seconds to basically work out which ones is it, we have. Is it, is it Quebec? Pro no, we've used Quebec. Uh... <laughs> 14 British seconds. Columbia. British Columbia, Alberta, or Ontario? Wouldn't be, wouldn't be Ontario. And the time is about to be up, and there it is. British Columbia. I'm afraid we would define British Columbia as absolutely massive, so it's definitely not that. Oh. So, across we go. What's the smallest province of Canada, but also the most densely populated? I think the smallest is Prince Edward Island. That's what he said, John. And that's correct for the Blues. Final question of the set. Which recreational sport that originated in Canada 
is played on an ice hockey rink, but features players wearing special rubber-soled shoes instead of skates. Goals are scored by hitting a ball into the opponent's net, using a stick with a rubber-moulded triangular head, similar in shape to a common implement after which the game is named. What? <laughs> this is a great discovery today, I tell you. Go, which, go with that again? Which, yeah, exactly. What? Which sport, originating in Canada, is played on an ice hockey rink, but features players wearing special rubber-soled shoes instead of skates? Goals are scored by hitting a ball into the opponent's net using a stick with a rubber-moulded triangular head similar in shape to a common implement after which the game is named. Oh, common implement is the key word there. Spoon. Spoonball. 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 Could be. That's a great name for a game. Spoonball. Okay. You've got 10 seconds left. Forkball. <laughs> Five seconds. Have an answer. Knife ball. Knife ball. You're knife. playing knife ball. Why not? Shovel ball or something. No, it's neither shovel nor knife ball. Yeah. Cross we go. Final, minus, one bonus point left, red team, if you want it. Now's the time. What's the name of that sport? So, I saw it. It's um, a, triangle, a triangular head. Yeah. Okay, it's only a bonus, so I can't give you too much longer. Uh, a spade ball? Spade ball, no. It's a good, it's a good no. idea, but no. <laughs> that terrific sport is called broom ball. Oh, here. <laughs> and everyone heads for YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's go over to the Hazel 2008 for the final scores. Blue team are 21 points. And the red team are 16 points, with the blue team winning. There we go. Well done, blue team. Well done, blue well team. 21-16, uh, win there for you. Well done. I see Andrew putting up his hands Sorry, in victory. I didn't do that at all, no reminder. <laughs> so congratulations to the blue team. Hard luck to the red team. Yeah. We'll be back next week with another country and another set of questions. Until then, thank you to all my competitors for taking part. Thanks now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to the show. Thank you to the Hazel 2008 who did a great job keeping the scores. Exactly. And we'll talk to you next week. Until then, everyone, goodbye and farewell. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Podcast Extra. So say hello to Mr. Patrick Carthy. Good evening, Patrick. Good evening, John. Oh, hang on, Patrick. Your your line is a bit wobbly there. What's your coverage like? Hello. Hello. What the fuck is that? I think we can hear you now. Uh, okay, I'll... Okay. I'll introduce you now. There was something wrong there, but it's back. Okay. So let's say hello to Mr. Patrick Carthy coming to his live from Dublin. Hello, Patrick. Good evening, John. Well, Paul, you were making your debut the last time, you know, so you've got your sighter in now. If that's the term I should choose, for, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I may redo his introduction. <laughs> Keep that for podcast extra. <clears throat> Very good, John. Yeah. Uh, my
my name is Hazel2008. <laughs> um, tonight I'll be the new Clancy. Okay. Um, I could guess. <laughs> too late, too late. I think you've, I know. you've conferred, I think, now. So okay. let's, let's share the burden. I've no mm -hmm. pen and pairs on using my notes yeah, section. But you all. are on the blue team right now, so you're okay. All right, then. Gloria and Regina. Yes, mm. like a like a post box. Yeah, of the right vintage. That prompt. Uh, well, if the answer is about postal stuff, yeah, I suppose it would. But fair enough. <laughs> the connections round. Sometimes they just work out nicely. Yeah, it's just it's just how they fall. Really, yeah. you can't. You can't. It's, it's all right with us, though, Andrew. It's fine. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Shut up, Patrick. <laughs> Okay, Eight. hang on. I'm going to toss the coin because you're level. Oh, yeah. True. So we have to decide who's going first. And Drew, you're here, so you're going to get to, to say this. Okay. Tails. And uh, let me see. So, okay, Tails, you're saying. So I've got a Euro 5 on the front and the Coliseum on the back. So that's what you're going for, Coliseum. Oh. All right. Here we go. It's a head. So the Reds have won the coin toss. Okay. What's this round again? Audio oh, round. My favourite. Oh, the music round, yeah. I tell you, uh, most weeks it's a struggle to get four songs that are famous enough from certain countries. Really? Right? Yeah, but, this oh, week, I, but tonight. You're the treasure for all the Oh my now. gosh, I tell you. <laughs> I had a short list of nine. And I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll knock it down. Like, so. Yeah, yeah, loads here, loads here. Well, that, that, means, that means there will be some that, you know, you just don't have to play. So what I've done is I've gone for kind of um, uh, a spread in time. The night you do Ecuador, it's going to be great crack. <laughs> well, apart from Ecuador by Sash, I'd be right. covered, struggling really to right. get anywhere after that. Be called Faso. We can't Faso. Well, do we want to go first or second then? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, I don't think you really need to seriously consider that. I know, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> it always pays to win the coin toss going into the music round. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I just heard one of the babas shouting and it's all right, it's the one that's supposed to be awake. <laughs> Too late. No, he, just, he doesn't get a bell for that, Hazel. No, he doesn't get a bell for that. He no, get a bell for that, Hazel. No, planning, he doesn't. I was planning to do a very small bell, like... Uh, no, he doesn't get any bell. Too late, too little, too late, Patrick, I'm afraid. It was indeed the suburbs. Okay, lovely, lovely. Good, Some good answers in I there. I love my old dates, John. Yeah, I know you do. That's yeah. amazing, that skill you have. Right. Yay. Okay, so uh, how's everybody feeling? Great. Nice. Great. <laughs> Great, John. Meh. Just super. Okay. Static. Meh. Oh, a third, three bells for this. Mm. I thought I did on round two as well. Um, shh, shh. Mute. Mute, Hazel tells You're muting. Right. Mm. This is our... I was going to do a fun fact, but we don't have time. Carry on. No, Andrew, please enlighten me. No, it's fine. We're fine. No, it's fine. Okay, thanks, everyone. That was lovely. Fantabulous. Great show. Great show. Thank you, Hazel. Good job. Yeah, thanks, Hazel. Well done. Thanks, everyone, and I'll bid you adieu and good night. Bye. Bye, Bings. All right. Good luck for now. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Podcast extra super bonus time. Okay, I'm just going to make sure I write down the, the actual answers. <laughs> Always oh. useful.
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'll, I'll, when you say them, I'll, I'll know. You know I'll, I'll, they're, they're obvious, and then I'll, I'll keep writing them as you, as you say them. <clears throat> okay. Shoot. Okay. So it's the um, the ten Shakespearean play titles with the letter U in their title. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'll start. Go on yeah. then, as you like it. Yep. All right. I'll say Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. I'll say Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. And that's where we... Blue Patrick. Okay. Uh, Julius Caesar. Oh, that was going to be my next one. one. Yeah. That was my next one. That was a good one. Oh, I thought of a good one. It doesn't have you in the name. Well, then it's not a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of my first one. That was from... Oh, God. Oh, that it's a comedy. I think I know the one Andrew wants, and I'm going to say it if he doesn't get it. I can't so just, think. Just passing, saying. passing. You're passing. Yeah. Okay, I'll say, much ado about oh, nothing. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hazel, you don't know many Shakespeare plays. To be I fair. Don't, there's one in my head. Right. But I can't think of it. It's like a trade. It's like a trader from somewhere, and he does. He doesn't have a U in his name, though. Really. Hmm. What was it? What was the name? The Merchant of Venice. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Okay. Um, we're going Paul next. Um. <laughs> None of them have using them. No. Oh, the Merchant of Venus. <laughs> <laughs> no. How many How are we no. looking for? He said it was ten. Oh, sorry. Got, ten. There's ten. There's, you've got one, two, three, four, five. Five. Right, okay. It's uh, Blue Patrick. Uh, Titus Andronicus. Yep. How do I not know my Shakespearean plays? And I read them years ago, you know, when I was very sick in hospital. Um, Coriolanus. Who's Coriolanus? Uh, it hasn't been said. You got that one. There you go. Shocking uh, decorum breach by Paul there to come out of this. Fine, I don't mind. Yeah, I'm okay. Come out of this, the, the, the order. I'm okay. Hamlet is misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll I like I like I like the way you're thinking outside the box. Extra paradigmal thinking. Andrew. All right. Right. Got them all up again. I can't think. I'm sorry. There are three left. I think of operas that had <laughs> that had Shakespeare, and I hear I know the say either German or Italian titles. Have a go there, and I'll, I'll, I might be able to translate. No, it's all right. I'll, ah. I'll see your waffle and raise you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, I'm deafened. Sorry, I, I I I may have to pass again, now, folks. Since we're done. I think three. you must be out, so I'm done. Yeah. All right. There, was there one called like Troilus and Cressida? That's the one. Yeah, get in. I didn't know that one at all. I don't know. Two, I, two I more. Know, I, I know hardly. I know hardly any Shakespearean plays. Well, I can give you a cryptic clue if you like. No, it's uh, it's round two, Paul. All right. Cryptic clues are most welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll give you one. Yeah, go on. I think he's asked for one, all right. It's, okay, well, it's it's what a good workman would do. Before he cuts once. Measure? Yeah, go on, keep going. I need a little bit more. <laughs> Prompt. 
<laughs> you measure twice and cut once. Oh, I'm in a night's dream. Well, well, does anybody want to put him up as measure? Right. Measure for measure. Measure for measure. Oh. I thought that was quite clever. It was, good. yeah. Good, good clue, yeah. yeah there go. There's one more left. Uh, it's oh, Andrew's out. I'm at you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. I give you one last clue, will I? Go on. There's only one left, so why not? It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It would never feature in an American list. Uh, and you might. You might have to look for it. All right. So wait. It, it's a. Uh, it's a. Oh word. yeah. Love's labor's lost. Love's labor's lost. Yeah. Uh, I got there before you, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right, John. Very good. Thank you. Red Patrick for that.